And our resident uh, traditional healer is in the building. Please make some noise for Gogo Dineo Ntlansi. Ah, what happened to Noah of all things? Yes, Oracle. the great oracle at <laughs> Delphi yes, yes. consults with her. <laughs> Togoza Mkulu, how are you? I'm good. Good I'm to great. see you. We I'm missed great. you yesterday. I, I, I missed you guys yesterday as well, but uh, we had to honor. Yes. You know? So in, in honor of somebody else's life, it's okay. We moved it to Wednesday. Yes. Mental but, health <clears throat> and spirituality mm. and Africanness, as it were. Let's talk yeah. about that. But first, let's go back to you and yes. mental illness yes. and not being okay. I think, you know, the foundation I want to set is that we are so focused on our physical hygiene. Mm. So as human beings, um, we don't tend to other aspects of ourselves as much as we tend to the physical. Because remember, the physical is the form in which the spirit lives and resides with mm. within. So what happens is that we also don't, we don't have tend to spiritual hygiene. We don't do things to tender to our spirituality mm. or nurture the spirit. We don't tend to nurture the psychological aspect of ourselves. We do stimulate our intellect, but do we take care of our psychological well-being? So are we psychologically hygienic? Mm. Are we spiritually hygienic? And, and, and that's where we start to experience what we call mental illness. So mm. my own story is I started experiencing episodes mm. of what was seemingly looking like psychotic episodes around the age of 16. Wow. And So how did these manifest? What, they what, manifested what were you doing? in hearing voices. Mm. They manifested in seeing visions. Mm. And I was always unsettled within myself. Mm. There was something that didn't gel or feel at peace within myself, mm. right? I never felt content enough despite what I was trying to do in my life. I worked hard and I studied hard, but things were still a struggle. Mm. So at the age of 18, um, when I went to an American school, uh, the psychoticness erupted mm. and I got hospitalized and I was in a mental institution for for six months. Maybe so maybe, spent the, maybe the ancestors felt Hasimo <laughs> what, what are you doing at an American school? Uh, you know, I got an academic scholarship yes. um, uh, to go complete my, my, my high school year. Mm. Um, and uh, funny enough, it wasn't actually at in the States. It was an American international school, yes. Mobrian State. Yes. Um, but at, at 18, um, and right, it was Badimur, what are you doing here? Yes. So, but at 18, I spent half of my metric year in a mental institution, but wow. I still passed my metric. Yes. It was very difficult. Mm. And during that time for me, the episodes were very present, even though under medication, mm. because I was under severe medication. I went through brain scans. I saw a psychologist and a psychiatrist, um, but they were struggling to find what they call a definite, you know, like this is a, def a, a definite uh, diagnosis for you. Mm. But I was, I was then diagnosed with what is called temporal lobe epilepsy. Mm. So when I left the hospital and they said, I'm fine and I can be an outpatient and go take my medication at a local clinic in LX, mm. the episodes returned even under medication. Mm. Then I was hospitalized again. And then one of the doctors said, no, you don't have what they call you have. Mm. So they put me off the meds, but they didn't give me a diagnosis. So can you imagine? I had no diagnosis for uh, until I realized that actually my own mental experience was a spiritual awakening i mm. was awakening to my call and i only realized that later when a scientist at Verts was explaining the relationship between psychotic behavior and the birthing of spiritual awakeness but nobody explained anything at church i was demonic possessed because mm. i would go in what you need call, yes i would mm. go into trances so and my voice would change because i walk with male ancestors so of course the minute i spoke with a deep masculine voice mm. i was seen as devilish Possessed. and they prayed and mm. and i had a lot of power because then i would 
pull away all these men and then break things and do things like that. But they prayed hard. Mm. And then at school, I was a child who was disturbed and mm. was disturbing other kids because I actually got kicked out of the school because I was a disruption. Remember, I was a, a kid a scholarship. So mm. now other kids are paying these monies and I'm, I'm you know, I'm disturbing You're making them peace. nervous. You're making yes, them nervous. I'm making them nervous. Mm. But my experience of, of, of this and what, what it taught me and when did I actually start to settle down mm. when my dad performed my first ritual? In fact, hold that thought. We'll come back and pick up the story straight from there. Hanging out with our resident traditional healer, Gogo Dineo Ndlanzi. We're talking yeah. spirituality and mental health. Mafiki Zolo, Gemini Major and Cly. This is the best thing. 6.40, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We are talking spirituality, mental health. Hanging out with our resident traditional healer, Gogo Dineo Ndlanzi. Ali says, churches and our society to a certain extent and the role they play in dismissing ancestral callings as demonic possessions, mm. bipolar disorder, being bewitched, mental illness, etc., is part of the problem. Wow. So, so you were committed for six months. Yeah. And everything was tried. Yeah. But all it was grand grand was what needed to happen. Yeah. In your case, what needed to happen to get you to where you are now. And there were, I think for me, they try and. Of course, uh, Fresh, there's a thin line, you mm. know, between ancestral callings or spiritual awakening moments to mental illness. Yeah. We cannot really run away that there are people who are seriously disturbed psychologically and they, 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 need, they need help or mm. they need medicine yes. to really intervene. Yeah, let's not dismiss yes, that. Let's not dismiss that and let people not uh, diagnose themselves mm. now because of what we're saying. No, I don't have problems. Mm. I don't have depression. Mm. It's actually a calling like Gogo said. Mm. Those things need to be properly diagnosed for you to know how to distinguish between the two. The unfortunate part is that also allopathic ways of doing things or tra- uh, what we call Western medicinal treatments mm. overlook traditional healing practices mm. because they're not taught to believe in what they feel they cannot test and prove according to those standards, you know? Because if I had a psychologist who understood African spirituality, I would my my diagnosis would have been nipped in the butt and I would not have to be put through the torment of mediocre with mm. what I was experiencing. In fact, there was a Vitz professor yeah. who assisted in getting you to back to so-called normal. So it was a, a Vitz professor when I took a group of people, and this I was in my working early working age, yes. and spoke to the significance of spiritual awakening, mm. awakenings that contribute to innovation into society, yes. and said, as scientists, they misdiagnose Africans a lot. Mm. with you know Because when somebody's birthed into their call, they experience psychoticness. I mean, we used to call Izangoma Amatlan, the reason being is because they speak to people we don't see. Mm. They hear messages from people that we don't see. So they, they've got extra visions or an, an extra ray of connection. So he said that there's a lot of misdiagnosis that happens in those practice rooms around if people are really depressed or if people are really cold or if somebody has a, has a psychotic, you know, medical disorder or is it a spiritual awakening call. Mm. So how do we deal with it uh, in this day and age? 
I think we firstly is we need to start having these conversations. Mm. And um, interestingly enough, I'm going to have a public lecture at Verts talking about the role of traditional healing in, in the 21st century on Thursday. And people can DM me for details about how and where. It's a free lecture. It's a free mm. pu- public lecture because what we're understanding is that in the health systems, we are seeing our limitations. I mean, we're talking about mental illness because there's been a lot of people experiencing depression. There's been a lot of people who committed suicide. And people are asking themselves why because some of those people still go and do things even under medication Mm. because something is offset we are not paying attention to what could there be what are other possibilities that could be leading to people experiencing mental illness outside what we see as the norm or the typical that somebody can see and say no you are stressed or that's why you're depressed you are overworked that's why you're depressed how do you then distinguish fresh between mm. this is mental illness and this is a ancestral call or this is a spiritual wa- awakening call how does somebody who has depression also suffer from lower back pain and suffer from tingling feet and have vivid dreams mm. those two things don't speak to each other mm. we look at a series of patterns before we can do a diagnosis as traditional healers so when somebody comes to us looking saddened we don't take the sadness and be conclusive that you have an ancestral call Mm. because people can also experience signs of depression it's not a calling but they need an ancestral connection Mm. so they needing to be connected to their ancestors because also historically we have lost rituals that help us transition in life Mm. you know rites of passages are what help us transition from being children to being teenagers from being uh, teenagers to being adults those things are helping our spirits settle as our as we grow up in life and we have lost those things you come into spaces where people's identities get questions that how they need to carry themselves and behave has to fit in in other people's systems mm. so if a child goes in escolweni akoge ispanda and beats they will tell you that's not accepted because mm. the school the school policy is unaccepting of such why come wearing a goat skin you know because this is africa why should yeah. you explain why i'm wearing but we still have to explain even in workspaces mm. people that's why a lot of people who have callings really struggle with depression because who they are gets denounced all the time you mm. come into a boardroom and you burp mm. and you have to explain yourself why you burp because you know in western views that's being rude yes there is burping of indigestion mm. but there's burping that connects you to spirit there's burping that says i am getting messages i am channeling messages mm. of the ancestors so we do not understand ourselves as well as africans because it is the very same us that go that become quick to criticize one of our own when they start embracing their African identities because religion doesn't allow it or what I know doesn't allow it. We have lost ourselves. 646, <clears throat> we're hanging out with our resident traditional healer, Gogo Dineo Ndlanzi. More from Gogo straight after this. Fresh money with fresh biz, rather, with some Kim Plongo. You did a lecture, was it at the University of Johannesburg? Yes. On the link between mental illness and spirituality. Yes. What were some of... I don't know, the conclusions, what came out of the talk? I think what I found very interesting from the talk is we also had a psychologist. Yes. But a psychologist who was quite conscious about the link between mental illness and spiritual awakenings or what we call ancestral calls. Yes. You know, and what she said, which I found interesting, and that's why I said, I mean, the thing is, uh, people always believe once we speak about this, we are disregarding other medical practices. Mm. We de- 
uh, with disregarding other health practitioners. Or, or we're saying you must self-diagnose. Yes, yeah, you must self-diagnose. But mm. what people need to understand that people who also have an ancestral call are prone to depression. Yes. Because you experience life struggles and you don't know what's going on. Mm. So that will suppress something within you. So you might still need psychological support to deal with the traumas that you've experienced in life as you wake up to your call. Sure. But dealing with it is not going to address the call itself because you still need to go and head the call. So some of the conclusions were saying that we need to look at mental illness from a very diverse point of view. Mm. I think looking at it from just one way, from how we've always understood it from a Western perspective is really not resolving because what we also alluded to is that we have lost, as I said earlier on, some things that root us as Africans. I mean, mm. you can find that somebody who's never done in Belego mm. becomes very unstable in their life mm. and which can manifest as a mental illness. But we don't look at issues like that, that in Belego could be contributing to somebody else uh, because then they have a, they have a sense of a, a non-identity they lost within themselves mm. they are all over the place you know if their friends go this way you go there and then you're finding that you're getting you are lost within yourself because you are now trying to please everybody yeah. around you and you are trying to be accommodative of everyone mm. and you don't understand why because sure. with a minute you don't understand why fresh and you are conscious that you are in struggle but whatever that you're trying to do it's not working, then that's when we're saying you are going through what we call a spiritual awakening. Mm. Because people who are schizophrenic, for example, or who've got um, psychotic behaviors that are non-ancestral calling are unconscious most of the time. Mm. You know? So, so you cannot say that uh, in my... Um, in, in my psychotic behavior, I'm feeling blissful and, and peaceful, but that psychotic behavior is becoming destructive. So you can't say there's peace if their voices are telling you to kill people. On the line right now, we have Mpo in Pretoria. She's a gogo who is studying psychology. Oh, Togoza wow, gogo. Thank you for joining us. Togoza, I'm cool. How are you? We're good. We're happy you have joined us. Mm. What's on your mind this morning? Thank you so much. Gogo uh, and Lazi, thank you so much for Yazi, what you just said. You just spoke about me. And, you know, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all, always being there for us. Yes, sometimes you don't know how you deal with issues. How it came about that I studied psychology, um, it was after Oksasa mm. And then there's something in my spirit that just said, you know what, whatever it is that you are studying, I saw you. Because I went to school and I did my kicking in financial accounting. But I failed this money so. Mm-hmm. But then after I did Guam, the spirit just said, you know what, you need to connect the two. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I did to say, let me go for a psychology MC. Yeah. But in my mind, I said, you know what, I need to have, it was just in a dream to say, I need to have two rooms in my practice. Yeah. I must have the modern one and I have one for Okoko. Wow. And, you know, that has been something that is in me. And I said, you know, once I finish with my degree, that is what I'll be doing. But I didn't know where it came from. But all I wanted to say is to say, you know what, Koko, to say, you know what, uh, let us shine and let's see, show people Uguchi, it's not the end of the world. You know, whatever you're going through, it's mm. not Uguchi, we are shining. Because for me, I was keep working. And everybody in general was saying, I'm going to keep working. Yes, <laughs> just there. And Ukoko was the one saying, books, do this do that, do this. Yes. And I was like, God, and say, why, why am I hearing all these things? You know, until my mom said, you know what, this is what we need to do for you. And once that was done, everything was done. But I was like, thank you so much and thank you for a beautiful show. Thank you, thank Mpo you. in Pretoria. More from Gogo, Dineo and Lanzi after this. Metro FM is where you're at.
Right now, we're hanging out with our resident Gogo, Gogo Tineo Nlanzi. She is a traditional healer and knower of many things beyond traditional healing, for that matter. The question is, is she smarter than a primary school kid? Uh, <laughs> we are about to find out. 89 Today, October the 31st. 2018, there are only 54 sleeps until Christmas and 62 days until 2019. On this day, back in 1996, the South African National Assembly passed the Choice on Termination of Pregnancy Act. The law allows women to terminate pregnancies on request within the first 12 weeks of pregnancy. It also provides for abortion under specified circumstances within the 13th week through to the 12th the 20th week, and under very limited circumstances beyond that point. However, despite this liberal law and a relatively high rate of contraceptive use, unwanted pregnancies and unsafe abortions continue to be public health and social problems in South Africa. The act, a critical milestone for gender equality, secured all South African women, including minors, the right to make decisions about reproduction and according to their individual beliefs. Muslim and Christian organizations participated in this abortion debate, making formal submissions in opposition to the act. CTOP passed in Parliament on this day in 1996. Sierra on Metro FM, level up. 7-Eleven, we are hanging out with and wrapping up with our resident traditional healer, Gogo Dineo Nlanzi. We've been talking about the link between, if at all there's a link, uh, mental illness and spiritual awakening, spiritual callings, if you will. Um, I think we've had a couple of questions. Uh, hold on. So while Mpo's looking for the questions, it. I mean, I want to mm. compliment what uh, the other Gogo said about... Uh, Gogo Mpo. Yes, Gogo Mpo said. And I think as, as traditional practitioners as well, we need to also recognize where our limitations are mm. and that we are working with people with complex issues. Yeah. That sometimes just being a traditional healer on its own is not enough to facilitate healing. Yes. And how do we then rec- uh, how do we then say this is out of my capacity mm. and where do I need to refer? But yes. I yeah. know in most cases, us as healers are quick to refer mm. versus the other way around. Sure. I, I do coaching. There are people you find that do have spiritual calls, but they're not ready to embrace it, mm. right? They're in resistance. So you need to work with them to self-accept mm. and self-validate before they can actually walk towards the journey of, of accepting their calling. Mm. Because then you are pushing people into things that they don't want. They end up self-sabotaging their own processes of becoming healers. In fact, Rafila, uh, sorry, Paul. Okay. Rafila says, I remember when my sister got her calling, she used to have uh, such erratic behavior, running away, speaking strangely as though submerged in water, or in water. And I thought she was crazy. But luckily for us, there was a gogo who guided her in this awakening. And uh, she's back to the proverbial normal yeah. uh, because of the guidance she got. Yes, Paul. This one says, I have a calling. Sometimes I feel like I'm losing my mind. I am not present. I get irritable. I burp all the time. My mon- mom wants 
said maybe I'm schizophrenic and I almost believed her. I've realized that the calling is usually confused with mental illness or most people who have the calling suffer from it. I was diagnosed with depression a while back and not right now I am fine. I just need to know where do we draw the line? How do you know it is depression and not a calling and how do you know when it's a calling and not depression? Um, but like I said that people with a calling would experience depression and yeah. if you have to do and get psychologically you know assisted to be well within your mind as well or your psychology because yeah. I also advocate for people who are healers to seek healing especially people who have just finished their training of initiation because remember going through that process on its own it's a, it's huge yeah. because you are being asked to rip yourself up and open yourself up so there's the aspects of you that get taken away to, to merge you with a new aspect of yourself, which is the healer in you. Mm. So it's very important that people still seek psychological help because you need to still deal with the trauma. So for somebody who, who experienced, I, I mean, I experienced a series of sexual abuse from the age of three. and mm. So just initiating and becoming a Sangoma did not address the, the traumas that I've experienced. Yeah. So coming out of it, I had to go find psychological help. Yeah. Going through the process of initiation, though it's tough because it rips you apart. Things that I experienced uh, versus me looking as I, I was being abused because there is abuse that happens in, 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 in schools and we can't take that away. Mm. But I looked at it as they are awakening me up to my highest call. Mm. There are things that I need to awaken I, too, so I needed to let go of old aspects of myself. And when I misbehaved the Petroin, it because I was fighting against letting go of the old aspects of myself. Mm. Because holding on to it will not allow you to be birthed into the healer that you need to be. Uh -huh. So I still seek psychological help to try help me make peace with what happened and say what are the lessons I needed to learn in those processes that yeah. I went through. Yeah. And that's when I started to do life coaching because I realized that with coaching, what it does is that it says rather than remaining a victim of my circumstances how do i take responsibility and how do i say from now on from what i experience in life whether it's, it's hurt or pain how do i actually use that pain to help me grow because yeah. sometimes pain helps us grow yeah. kids fall when they have to walk and it's very painful they can get hurt in the process of trying to learn to walk but kids don't stay in the pain of oh last week i scratched my knee they realize that the scratching of the knee helped them to learn how to walk there's another one. Do I continue? Um, can we get here first and okay. then we'll come back to the other one if time cool. allows. That's Gogo, where do people find you? If I'd like to consult or I need advice or even just life coaching, nothing to do with yeah. uh, traditional healing. Okay, so um, Gogo Dino Ndanzi, there's a website, gogodinoandlanzi.com or you can DM me, but don't DM me on social media because you want me to answer your question. Mm. DM me because you are asking how you can get hold of me. Yes. Because, you know, people's, your life cannot just be discussed over a once-off question. Yes. Because you can say to me, Gogo, I, I dream. Does it mean I have a call? I don't know because we all do we are all dreamers you mm. know dreaming is just saying that we are spiritually connected but it does not necessarily mean that you have a call but if there's a series of things that you're experiencing that are unexplainable mm. then you, you seek a consultation so we can properly diagnose amen gogo mm. we love you so much thank you so much thank you for your time always thank you for uh, being thought-provoking uh, thank <laughs> you for 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 for, for Almost shaking how we view things. But we cannot change the world by keeping same old. I mean, Albert Einstein says we cannot solve problems from the same thinkings that we have created them. And we understand that we've got historical thinkings that have really destroyed our own sense of sanity. Mm. And we need to challenge those things. A lot of us on this continent have almost 
been taught to be self-loathing. Yeah. To not accept who we are, the way we are born. Yes. And that we must fit into some archaic colonial standard yeah. that says this is how a civilized person looks. This is how their hair looks. Yes. This is how they behave. That's rubbish. No, but that's why I would experience mental illness. And pills are not going to cure that. I spoke in the beginning that we need psychological hygiene. Mm. So we need to detox some of the limiting belief systems we have about ourselves and our identity as Africans and truly understand. Because the minute you speak about African identity, people are quick to label it as something else because religion taught them otherwise. Mm. So it's, it's I, and I always say that the minute we can, you know, uh, kill the notion of God being white, mm. we will do away with a lot of things because God is spirit. And mm. once we understand that spirit carries no color, no gender, and that each and every one of us who has color and gender and race have ways and paths in which we connect to the spirit mm. and we don't demonize it because religion makes things wrong and right. But spirituality says there are many ways and many paths towards connecting to creation. Amen. Togo Zagogo.